Hey, I am Luis Moleto, and this is... Uh, still have problems with calling it a podcast, but it's a podcasting platform, so I'm going to call it a podcast. Uh, where I usually just go over my re- my weekly notes, how my week went. It's a way to uh, for me to check in every week. Um, my bullet points is where my time went, any notes that I capture... Um, any thoughts that I had that I want to revisit that I just kind of want to explore and kind of voice and talk out loud. Also, how I'm doing my physical health, emotional health, or that mental health, really some of the things that happen every week. Uh, spiritual health as well. Uh, my finances, um, if I'm achieving my goals, how am I getting close to those? Also, I check in what I read this week, anything that stuck out, any books that I'm reading. And what I'm listening to, maybe a lot of podcasts, uh, maybe not so much, um, audiobooks, and what I'm listening to on Spotify, which is my current player, and then upcoming, anything that might be coming in in the next couple of weeks. I try to keep these short, but uh, tend to be tangential. But um, So if you stay around, you're going to get to hear what happened to me this past week. Thanks for listening. Hey, today is March 27th, 2022, and this is sort of in a way how my last week went. <clears throat> so as far as time, um, definitely yoga and a couple of uh, walks outdoors. Now that the weather has been nicer, temperatures are rising a little bit, um, so it's getting warmer. I'm trying to take advantage of that and go on I'm walks on the every other day, the days that I don't go to yoga. As of now, maybe as more uh, as I get more into the summer months, I might be able to go on a walk in the middle of the day. It all depends how if I'm able to manage that and put that in the calendar, <clears throat> and still feel like I'm not letting something else go through. Um, definitely some reading. Um, still doing some reading in the mornings and in the um, and right before bed, and do even during the during the the day. I sort of checking my inbox. So what I'm doing is whenever I want to get my eyes away from the computer, um, since I spend my whole work day in front of a computer, um, I usually do a little bit of reading, something lighter like a magazine in the middle of the day. That way I can I can hop in and in a story, maybe an article, and read it, a glance at a couple of things, a couple of images, just kind of give my eyes some rest. And um, and then maybe just kind of change things up a little bit. And at night, um, I think I like the idea of having something more or towards the fiction kind of aspect, something that um, more of a, it just, it seems like it's a palate cleanser from how things go through the day. So it's having a little bit of fiction. Um, it's almost like if I was to watch something on TV, like a show. But um, with a book, I, I don't feel... I'm less inclined to kind of binge. Because usually, if I'm reading a book on bed, I'm in a couple of pages in, which is okay with me, I fall asleep. Um, but usually I try to get to it like a good stopping point. That way I know where... I, when I'm picking up, 
I'm able to pick up on the story again. Uh, yesterday, Saturday, I went on a little bit of a shopping trip. Um, I need some tennis shoes to go and walk. The ones that I had were, um, I bought them on sale, and I didn't care at that moment that were for Cross, that they were uh, particularly made for CrossFit, because at that moment I was doing uh, more of a HIIT workout, uh, high-intensity, high-intensity interval training, I think that's what it's called. Uh, I was doing Cam Gladiator uh, here locally, but since in that at that moment, those shoes were good for that because even though you move and you run, but it's mostly stationary. It's mostly in the same area, so it's, um, and they're good for that because they they have good footing for that. But they're not very cushiony from when it comes to um, from walking. So I, I needed something with a little more of a cushion. And then I studied for the CAPM yesterday and i got to the last uh part that i need to review from the book so now i'm on uh kind of on the spot as far as the schedule exam so that's something that i'm gonna be uh, doing next weekend i spent some time on the phone with my mom that's mostly has been the norm for the last i don't know months um that i talked to her every night for about an hour or so um you know <clears throat> mostly is it's mostly me listening to her telling me about her day and whatever kind of mundane thing she's doing. Like mostly it's watching TV. She watches a lot of TV. And that's her main source of entertainment. Well, at least does what she tells me, right? Um, she could be doing some of the things that are not in my business, something that she doesn't share with me. But uh, And I think that's okay. Um, I, don't, I don't think she's getting... I think she understands that I have a, a, a life of my own. And then I wanted to keep some things private. And so I don't feel like I'm at a, you know, my, my worry was that I was going to become, I was going to yet go back to become a mama's boy kind of thing, um, I, which I never in a way stopped being because I still highly think of my mother, right? It's kind of one of those things. But um, as far as independent thought independence, and not thinking that whatever she says is the truth, not thinking that she's not a human being, that she has faults, that she makes mistakes. Um, and really, that's has, it allows the relationship to become um, easier for both of us, I think, because she understands where I'm at, because I feel like I can, I can be honest. I don't have to hide things because I'm going to be making her mad or anything. I mean, she's a human being. She makes, she's made mistakes. Um, if she doesn't admit them, that is not that is not for me to demand of her. Um, I, I don't think that's my place. But I also observed how inter, you know interactions and one thing that I've I've tried to do and tried to um, pay attention to is how people what what is, what words are people using to refer to things whenever they're explaining something. Um, words and word meaning um, is it a word that it makes them a victim is it a word that makes somebody else a fault and or somebody or or they're looking for explanation or that or they just coming around the bush things like that I, I try to pick up on things um, because uh, I've, I've been told that I don't pay attention that uh, things like that so I try to work on that and I picked up on some of the you know things like that but anyway so a lot of time spent on the phone with her 
And then I did some light work and home maintenance yesterday. Um, since it's warmer, I decided to kind of clean the gutters a little bit. There were some leaves in there and some light things around the house. As far as attention on the notes, um, there's a course that I'm looking into to get. Uh, a couple of podcasts that were kind of interest. Uh, some bookmarks, uh, blog posts that I'm trying to read here a little bit. So I just wanted to <clears throat> capture them so that I can send them to Pocket so I can read them later. As far as reading, I'm rereading Hell Yeah or Hell Yeah or No from Derek Sivers. That is mostly more actually morning and, and night. Uh, for some reason, I picked it up and it surprised it. It surprised me how many things I've actually applied <laughs> from that book. Um, and I've I've read the book. I've listened to the book uh, because I also have it. I act, I think I bought it as an audio book. Um, and then I also had the electronic copy, or I got both. I I, I don't know, I can't recall how that worked, but um, I don't have a physical book, which I might get the physical book book as well. Um, there, you know, I mean, I'm sure Derek has probably has changed his thought on a couple of things in there. Um, actually, I don't think so because a lot of the stuff is I, I consider it to be timeless. And but it surprised me how many things. I as soon as I hit the title after a couple of sent a couple of sentences into the, into the chapter and they're very very small chapters because it has like close to a hundred chapters but it's, most of them are like three four pages. Um, that's just how he writes. He writes very succinctly um, to the point kind of thing, uh, which I kind of like. Yeah, and um, but there's a lot of things that I've taken into practice and i've forgotten that that's where they came from um you know the whole thing with being local and um global and and uh you know the title hell yeah uh, or no that's kind of self-explanatory that's one of the things in there but um there's some things that are in in some thoughts in the book that uh i remember and they're hard to admit and you know kind of to remember right now because i i wasn't trying to memorize it i was trying to come on internalize it and kind of added to, um, added to my life and things like that. But similar to what I've gathered from like someone like Tim Ferriss, but have you know they don't know me from Adam or anything like that. But since I don't have any physical mentors that I go to all the time, but mostly because of my fault. No. Um, but so I've looked at the way they structure their lives and someone put out th- things out there and um and it's just you know how to go about life how to make it des- make decisions how to um it's actually it's just really just to look <clears throat> to know that there's an alternative that there's something else and that's what i one of the major things that i gather from books that i read and things that i follow is i'm looking for alternatives because if I do the same thing, listen to the same thing all the time, so if I listen to the news <clears throat> like my parents did, or actually I don't listen to the news because my mom, I grew up with no news because my mom didn't like to see the news. Um, she's very, what's the word? Um, uh, her approach, it's more to apathy. I think that's the word that I'm thinking. Um when it comes to news and politics and things like that and uh so i kind of got that from her but now that i'm very involved in things like politics or any uh 
such things. But um, I'm looking for other ways, lines of thought from people that grew up differently. Um, and the thing is, like, they know somebody else that because they themselves want to be different. Right? They're, they're not stuck in their own ideas. I don't particularly enjoy people that are stuck in their ways in a way that I don't see them growing. Um, you know, with Tim, it, he sometimes goes on a limb, and, and you can tell that he's testing something, experimenting with something. Um, same thing with Derek; it just seems like they're experimenting. And some of the people, other people that I follow, um, I don't. Some people I just don't care for whenever they're more prescriptive or they're just trying to be. Um, I don't know. Anyways. <clears throat> And then um, also um, the Monaco February issue. I'm also reading that, and some, which is that book on afterlife tales, which I've, I've enjoyed quite a bit. I'm trying to read one a night. I want to read most more than one a night, but I'm trying to slowly dive into it because the stories are also like three pages. Um, but they're very interesting, and and I find them amusing, and some of them are comical in a sense because so. Not that they're making fun of of religion or anything like that, but it's just how what a little play of imagination it just opens a possibility of something that I thought it was set right something that this is how it's gonna look I mean, this is how I was taught I was going to look, so it's just been a, kind of a wonderful uh and then I'm paging through this book the next one hundred years um George, I forgot what his last name was. I got it from a podcast. It's it's a the way it was framed in the podcast. It was around what is and the war in the war uh, the war in Ukraine. Um, how in this book there was something alluding to that, and um, and so the podcast host um, kind of read a lot of the uh, actual lot of quite a, uh, a little bit of each chapter. Um, and it just for some reason it caught my interest. It's about geopolitics. Um, so so far I started kind of paging through it, and I started paging through another book that I forgotten that I was going to receive. Um, it was also it was more towards effective altruism, um, which is something that I kind of I trying to remember how that where did I get it from? Oh, um, Tim Ferriss, I think is where it came from. Uh Yes, um, yes. I, I, I forgot where he was talking to, who he was talking to, but um, that's where I got it from, I believe. And as far as watching, really, actually listening before, um, so podcast, um, Hardcore History with Dan, I forgot his last name at the moment, long podcast, but um, I still have a little bit more left on the one about the nuclear bomb, the destroyer worlds. Uh, the My First Million podcast. Um, I, for some reason, the guys have been on a good on a kick this week that I kind of enjoy. The Daily Stoic. I try to listen to it every morning since it's mostly a couple minutes long. Deep Questions with Carl Newport this is a new one that I subscribe to. I didn't know he had a podcast, so I recently found it, and I kind of enjoy the quirkiness of it and some of the in depth of it. He ran a podcast. Um, he came up with one about sugar this past couple. Um, I think a couple weeks ago which I enjoyed. And then the Knowledge Project, um, also um, Andrew Huberman, 
was in the knowledge project um podcast and um so it was i mean he was saying some of the things that i've heard about it before but since i i this is the first time aside from whenever i got i really got started with him whenever he was on tim ferris um i like the way shame shame parish kind of he's very very good interviewer um and then to go into ask questions that are i never usually don't don't hear in other um, interviews and then radical personal personal finance the prof g podcast with scott galloway galloway and then the tim ferris show those are the ones that i kind of had <clears throat> and enjoy this week and as far as watching really nothing to note um not, i don't know why but i just kind of haven't been in the youtube as far as body go my sleep has been good um uh, but i need to start kind of changing the bedroom temperature a little bit so i start turning on the fan again at night um, as a way to cool ta- cool down the room a little bit. Um, and I also noticed that having a little bit of carbs in the evenings helped with my sleep. Um, I don't know if it's, where that's coming from, but I noticed that um, I'm trying to add some, have something at the end of the night. Sometimes I was just having very little, um, but I'm trying to have like maybe fruit or something like that and uh, and see if that helps. I'm trying to look out for my left knee. Today I went on a kind of a fast-paced walk, run-ish, um, and I noticed that it kind of got tight, so I just kind of I wanted to start paying attention to it. Usually it's the one that I kind of gets tighted the most, um, so maybe I need to kind of start releasing some tension from it every night, um, maybe rolling it or something like that, see if that helps. And also trying to bring more light in the mornings when I wake up. Um, trying to kind of use the overhead lights more, at least in the mornings. Um, I, after listening again to Andrew Huberman, Huberman talk about light, um, it was like a reminder. You know, I, I just started looking at what I can do with what I have. And I have an overhead light in, in my office that I don't use. And that makes the room brighter and actually helps keep. I don't know if I, maybe it was a little bit of a placebo effect, but um, it just, I felt like I was focused. So, so I'm going to keep trying to do that. And then, um, as far as my mind goes, um, the rereading, hell yeah or no, it has brought a lot to light. Some of the frameworks that I implemented, uh, but I kind of forgotten about, you know. Um, but I just think that, uh, you know, it's nice to, to know that, um, that I put some effort into, into, I don't want to say improving things, but into feeling like I'm thriving and not just surviving. That it, that I'm just not letting life happen to me. That I'm, that I'm also trying to control what I can control. And that was a little bit of reassuring, or at least it felt good confidence level as far as the spirit goes um the question that i wrote down is did i find something already and just haven't noticed it yet no not that i'm in a spiritual quest but um i grew up in a mostly pentecostal background um so a lot of my principles and and um what is it worldviews are without you know even trying but it's it's just how it it is uh are based on christianity right um in in some of that uh, pentecostal lens and uh, at times i'm a conflict with them but um 
but I'm also trying to see what I've discovered as far as what life has to offer and the many ways that you can interpret life and that you can get, you know, get derive meaning or exert your meaning on life or give you or, you know, live a minute from life, which to me is part of it. Um, because that word meaning is just so heavy and it means a lot. And it, and I tie it back to more of that thinking that there's just more than just me and what I'm looking and what I need. Um, and so I'm trying to see, I just put that question out there so that I can kind of digest it. As far as community, uh, you know, I, I got a, a friend that they happen to be a couple and I met her through um, my wife, and and then you know I met her now husband. Um, whenever they got started together, because and you know there weren't things have been odd at times, uh, because sometimes I just feel like we didn't share some of the same things. But one thing that they showed recently is that they they care they they caring people, and um, and I don't think I can I will be doing myself damage if I try to include more people that care in my life. Um, we might not enjoy the same things or have the same hobbies or same interests or express ourselves the same way, but but the fact that they care it's really. It just kind of start. It's, it just means a lot, and I was I was a little bit apprehensive because I didn't know how I was dealing with the whole separation and um, what that what the, how that's gonna come out, how that's gonna end, and I didn't want to put them in a in a position that they will have to decide, or that they feel like, or and or that they will have to that the only thing that they were gonna be a bond there was gonna be a bond if we you know talk trash about uh, my wife and. Um, um, and I'm like, because that's not the, what I want to do, right? That's another one I want things, but that doesn't seem like that's what they want. So that's good. That's good. Um, <clears throat> I just need to remain myself, you know, remain clear on my boundaries. Um, and it, and I had a question at the end of it. Is it hard to accept that you enjoy spending time with them? And, you know, and that's what it is. I mean, I just don't know if I was telling myself that I didn't enjoy time spending any time with them for whatever reason I don't know if um, maybe because I just I was looking for this perfect friendship or or because I saw only the negative is not the positive um, not that something I'm proud of but that's just how things how I was kind of balancing things in my head um, trying to make sure that everything um <clears throat> make sense of things right and as far as money goes um just the the money that i spend on the shoes um i've been kind of buying a couple of books that's uh, to this book i didn't buy it came with a subscription so i didn't technically buy the book um and then i have i was looking at some mortgage adjustment adjustments um you know with the prices of housing going up um my property tax went up so my mortgage is gonna go up a little bit so 
which is something I was kind of thinking. I was like, it's going to happen no matter what. And then I'm looking for ways to spend money that add value and that go with my goals and value system. Um, you know, so far I wrote my values after reading the book from The Minimalist, Love People Use Things. That's uh, one of the major things that I got from that book is because uh, it allowed me to put a framework on what I value, what are my foundational values, what are my, um, I forgot there's three. There's the foundational, uh, which are the strong ones. And then the other ones that are not, uh, shoot, I have to go back. It's like, I remember the term, but they're more like the ones that are not, uh, they're a little more, so foundational for me is uh, family, uh, honesty, being reliable. And then the other ones that I can't think of the word is more like, you know, buying less things, uh, thinking about how this is going to impact something else. Um, you know, consuming less, eating vegetables the most, uh, things like that. They're just kind of, they usually tie back to the foundation balance in some kind of way or another. Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of, that's something else I'm thinking about, <laughs> which I uh, I need to be careful not to overthink things, and not to go down a path of losing my health, myself on my head, because um, you know that usually don't doesn't leave me in a uh, in the place that I want to be for long. Um, and that was it. That was my last week uh, in a nutshell, in a way. Um, there's some things that you know I. I, I It's all has become a little bit of a framework shift, and and that's something that I discovered that that um there's a truth to loving yourself as you would like um, that others love you. Um, and actually, today uh, a teacher of these threads. Um, uh, the class that I go to on Sundays, um, he cited somebody. He he couldn't remember who it was, but um, the quote was along the lines: "If you were to list all the things you love, how far would you go down the list before you list yourself or you name yourself?" And I just kind of laugh, and, and I, if it wasn't because I was in public, I probably would have teared up a little bit. For that, for some reason, that just hit me right, because um, it goes back to me trying to give myself love. And sometimes I feel like it's like it's it's not like it's ill, like it's something that I shouldn't be doing. Like it's just self centered and egotistical, and that just makes it sound vile and and dirty, and it's not something I want to partake. And that is usually my my apprehension to say to give myself that kind of love, but it's not love as in I think I'm better than somebody else. But that, and I have to tell, and I say it all the time, and I keep telling myself because I struggle with it. It's just love that I that I'm worth of of love, that I'm worthy of my own love. So therefore, I'm worthy of somebody else's love, whoever that person might be. And that's 
what it comes down to is that if I don't love myself, if I don't see myself that I'm, I'm not even worth of my own compassion of seeing myself through eyes of understanding of, you know, seeing myself that I'm somebody that somebody else can find attractive or that somebody else can find interesting to spend time with, then, then nobody else will. I don't know. Life works like that. And I say life because it's it's a compound thing. So life to me, in my head, it just um, it encompasses everything. Encloses human, social, science, all the stuff, religion, all the cultural stuff. So to me, it's life. But all those things. Uh, because I'm not looking for, um, you know, I I I don't. I just want to start seeing myself in a different light. But I also don't want to see, I don't want to lose myself because I can also lose myself. So it's a balance of reflection and action of giving myself the love that I need and the compassion I need and the rest that I need, but also pushing myself. And it's a it's a it's a dance, and it's sometimes it is a slow dance, and sometimes it's a mush pit. You know that's and that and that's why that's one of the reasons why I do this. That's one of the reasons why I record this pot the audio log podcast, whatever. Um, I have I don't want to call it a podcast because to me a podcast is something else. Um, this is just me recording. How my my life is just how I go about my life, but um, the only reason why I do it is that I maybe at some point I might need this. I may need to know what I was doing in twenty twenty two, because I I go back to twenty nineteen and and you know that was a year before uh, the pandemic and it was through really what I considered. The hardships of the separate my separate separating from my wife, and and I might need to go back to this, or maybe at some point somebody might stumble upon this by chances of the world, by coincidence, whatever we want to call it. Um, but that, that, that there's a you know that there's reasons to do that. that there's reasons to. To give ourselves the love that we need, and that if somebody needs to hear it, just like I need to hear myself, and also I need to hear all the time is that I, I, I need to love myself as well, um, and that I'm human, and, and that I'm, that I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not a robot. I'm not trying to be a robot. It's hard, and it's hard because I need to remind myself the goal here is to try not to be a robot. <laughs>